Once the Lord opens that way, we will come to you in Florida. And all over the world, even Brazil is part of this big plan of God. We will also invite you here. We will start having big meetings once that reprieve comes. And right now Kenya is waiting for the fourth wave. So we will wait. In the mighty name of Jesus. And then we have two other pastors from Finland that joined us. In the mighty name of Jesus. From Finland, very, very senior. And so they have joined us. Mati and Ameli Carola. From from Keuru, Finland. And so they have finally joined us today. I celebrate you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for coming and joining the cloud of Yahweh. Yes, indeed, this is the hour for revival. And the Lord has sent me with tremendous revival. I've been to Finland several times about six times or so. I've done meetings in uh, in Helsinki. I've done also meetings in Yavenpa. Helsinki I've done a few times. Our host, we are always hosted by Finland Channel 7, TV7, which is broadcasting from Jerusalem in Israel. They are the ones that host us, invite us and host us there. Even the Lord has done a big healing service in the center of Helsinki for healed. And we have also done meetings of the Lord in Turku. Tampere, Tampere Yuvaskula, Yuvaskula, and many other parts of Finland that I may not remember now. But I've come at least six times to your country. So welcome to the family of God. Let us prepare the nation of Finland for the glorious coming of the Messiah. We really needed your help. I know the Archbishop there, Anna Antila, is navigating you into the vision and mission of the ministry. But welcome on board. And in Finland, we have friends there, the president of TV7, Ojares, and Mirjas, they are our friends. Now, we, they, they invite us, we visit them. They are the ones that host us there to host this message that the Finnish people may come to Jesus and prepare for the coming of the Messiah. May the Lord bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. And then also, very senior pastor from 
the United States of America, Dallas, Texas. Pia mchungaji wa ngazi ya juu kabisa toka Marekani Dallas Texas. He has a very big church there. Ana kanisa kubwa kabisa huko. And he has been asking for a long time, how can I join the two prophets of the Lord? Na amekuwa akiuliza kwa muda mrefu kabisa jeni ninawezaje kujiunga na manabii wawili wa Bwana? Senior pastor Gwansum Gwansum Ang. Mchungaji mkuu Gwansum Han. Gwansum Ang. Gwansum Ang. Dallas Texas. I welcome you. I receive you in the mighty name of Jesus, my son. Thank you for crossing over with your congregation in Dallas. And so this is, I receive you at such a tremendous time in the history of the church. The very wonderful, beautiful church. Right now here, the cloud of God has visited. And yes, indeed, this is the right time to come to the Lord and to come to the cloud of God and inquire and inquire of the Lord and ask about the coming of the Messiah and hear the instruction on righteousness and holiness yes indeed this is the time to come and join us on this grand march to the kingdom of glory I agree with you that nobody can see the cloud of Yahweh descend and ignore it and enter the kingdom of heaven let me repeat it properly I totally agree with you and your congregation in Dallas, Texas that yesterday nobody can see the tremendous cloud of God the Father descend and ignore him and then attempt to enter heaven it's not possible heaven belongs to him so I welcome you together with your family and your entire church congregation. In the mighty name of Jesus. And another pastor that joined us. In the mighty name of Jesus. A very, very senior bishop. Bishop Jeconiah. He was received today. The day that just passed. He was received by General Basia. You can see the General Basia Amos Wandera over there. And you can see the deputy archbishops there. You can see Helen the King. You can see my son, the professor from the university at the background. I've forgotten his name a little bit. And the deputy archbishop Kamondi also is there. And this was such a tremendous day. We celebrated this for a big time today. He has crossed over, Bishop Jeconiah has crossed over from Apostolic Peace and Salvation Ministry. And when he came, the narrative he gave ignited, ignited, he rose up a big revival. He told us how his daughter was totally blind for some time. 
for a long time was blind. And when his daughter was totally blind, then he told us that they tried all hospitals and failed. And then his daughter heard that there would be a meeting where the Lord would send his two prophets in Nakur, if I remember well. It was in Nakuru Menengai. And then his daughter came to the meeting. And the Lord opened her eyes. It's a tremendous, tremendous time. Can we just watch that now, now, now? Before we begin this message tonight, because the daughter was blind, total blind, you can't even see the eyes. The eyes are totally blind, total, 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 totally, total blind. Let's hear this. That is now gate one. That is gate one. That's where we put all our cameras at the entrance and we advise all the sick. Again, we're going to take for you, don't worry. We advise all the sick to pass through this gate so we can document them. The doctors are there, all the media is there, all the cameras are here. Hilo ndilo lango la kwanza hapo ndipo tunaweka kamera zetu zote na huwa tunawaagiza wagonjwa wote wakapate kupitia katika lango hili kwa sababu madaktari wako pale wataalamu wako pale kamera zote ziko pale So this is where we do the documentation of all the sick as they enter the meeting before they enter the field Hivyo basi hapo ndipo Hivyo basi hapo ndipo tunafanya ule usakabadhi na utajili wa wagonjwa wote hata wanapoingia katika mkutano As you can tell in this ministry we are very tight very stringent because you know that the Lord sent us to clean up the mess in the church and restore the authority of the blood and the cross of Jesus in the eyes of men. Isaac, 
natoka sehemu ya Rarieda. Rarieda pande gani ya swa? Sea county. Pande gani ya sea? Luak. Asante sana pande ya Luak. Karibu sana mtano wa bwana. Asante sana. Na, naona huko na mgonjwa ni nani wako tafadhali? Huyu ni mshirika katika kanisa letu. Huyu ni mshirika kanisani mwenye. Yes. Anaitwa Pauline Awino. Pauline bwana yes. Yesu asifiwe. Amen. Amen Pauline. Amen. Unatoka wapi? Natoka sehemu za Luak. Unatoka sehemu za Luak. Je, unaugua nini? Macho yangu ayoni. Macho yako ayoni. Eh. Kwa muda gani sasa? Ilinianza 2003. Ilikuanza mwaka 2003. Eh. Je, nini ilifanyika? Daktari alizema nilienda hospitali, daktari akaniambia ni chicken pox. Ndio nilikuja kwa macho. Hiyo ni hospitali gani hiyo ulimbwa ni chicken pox? Inaitwa inaitwa Bondo District. Bondo District Hospital. Eh. Ulipoenda uliambiwa ni chicken pox. Niliambiwa ni chicken pox. Aha. Sasa mwili ilikuwa iko na vidonda. Sasa wao madaktari walikuwa natibu mwili. Mwili naye ilipona. Sasa ugonjwa ilibaki kwa macho. Ndio aliniandikia barua niende Russia Hospital nitibiwe macho. Kwenda Russia Hospital wakawashinda wakanipea barua niende Sabatia. Kwenda Sabatia wakashinda wakanipea miti nitembee nani. Hiyo ni mwaka gani sasa? Sabatia ni nimeenda 2002. 2002. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Sabatia ulipoenda ulikuwa naona ama uko naona? sikukuwa naona vile nilikuwa nimeenda sabato ndio maana walinipatia miti mm. inisaidie kuona ulipoteza uh, macho yako lini aswa nilipoteza macho yangu ilikuwa miaka wa 2 or 3 mwezi wa 4 tarehe 11 ndio nilipoteza macho ulishtuka tu sasa uoni kabisa nilishtuka tu siwezi kuona macho yote mawili ama mmoja macho yote zote mbili haungeweza kuona ningeweza kuona. Kwa hivyo kuanzia mwaka 2003 mpaka saa hii auone. Sijawahi iona. Umekuwa ukitembea namna gani? Nilikuwa na vutu mkono. Bila nienda sabato sasa walinipea miti atinisaidie kutembea. Hii ambayo unatembea nayo sahihi. Yeye hii ndio walinipea. Ulipewa sabato. Ugonjwa huu umekuathiri namna gani nyumbani? Imekusumbua namna gani? Imekuwa affect namna gani? Kusumbua sana. Mpaka mzee wangu akanidharau. Umekuwa ukitembea namna gani nyumbani? Sasa natembea tu na miti yangu na niko na watoto. Nikitaka kwenda mahali mtoto wangu mkubwa ananishika tunaenda na yeye. Asante sana. Umekuja kukutana na bwana kwa natumaini bwana atakusaidia. Mungu atanisaidia siku ya leo. Mm. Karibu sana.
over. In a very, very mighty way, blessed people. Jesus is Lord. Yes, and the authority of the blood of Jesus is being established unto the ends of the earth. The power of the cross of Jesus is being fully established unto the ends of the earth. And now when you look at such a wonder, such a mighty, mighty miracle and wonder, then at this point in time, you can now resolve in your heart of hearts that yes indeed only the religion of the cross and the blood of Jesus can bring hope to mankind has power for this life has power to transmit you into the kingdom of glory 
That is how the Lord is witnessing before you. That is how Jehovah is testifying before you. Using these two prophets here. And so tonight, blessed people, I want us to advance the conversation a little bit further before we enter the revival session. There's a very big revival ahead of us here. But can we just see a few of the cripples that just walked recently? Maybe five. Just a little bit of five cripples that walked most recently, about four, three days ago. We start with Likoni, very powerful. Very, very mighty. Was crawling on the ground. For those who have just joined us for the first time today, there will be an insect somewhere so you can see him crawling. So, so was crawling on the ground. And then the Lord touched this precious baby, Ian. Very mighty, mighty, mighty. And after that, in Shanzu also the Lord
that those who are born again saved properly that there are some good works they ought to emit out and the Lord says that it is those good works that are the evidence that you are born again so you see now there is requirement on your salvation on your part while to be saved and born again is free of charge however we found out that when you are born again it is those good works coming out of you that testify to the regeneration of your heart and so we saw that the Lord will reward people in heaven those that are born again and holy then based on your works that you did for him here he will reward people differently in the kingdom of heaven and so the Lord laying emphasis on the rewards that you will give in heaven. But when you get born again, that is not the end. You are supposed to walk in the salvation on a daily basis. Second by second.
We are number one in Finland. Nobody wants Finland. We are number one in Uganda. Uganda has picked up in a very big way. We are trending in the big nation of Brazil. Trending in Italy. Trending in Bahrain. In South Korea. And trending in Australia, the big continent. Hallelujah. Those are eternal rewards. 
words. Just like when you get on a word or a reward on the earth here, you are always happy.
That is why we are out on Wednesday. And we advance it and finish it because there's a bigger section I want to tackle because we are struggling to be able to finish up this section and move on to another message. So can you turn with me to the book of First Corinthians chapter 2? First Corinthians chapter 2, I'm reading verses 9 and 10. And he says the following here. Once you get there, we read it together, blessed people. First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 and 7. He says verse 9. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no man, no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. So the Lord talks about this enormous prize, enormous treasure in heaven prepared for those that love him. And he says, these are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. Meaning that there are those he has not revealed. So the Bible is always promising a reward for faithfulness. That when you become faithful to Jesus, faithful to the Lord Yahweh, faithful to the Holy Spirit, there are rewards, there are some benefits awaiting you in the kingdom of glory. The Bible is full of that encouragement, that exhortation, the Lord exhorting you. Encouraging you to be more faithful to him. Say, look, it is beneficial. And so right away you can see that there are, there, there are some treasures in store for you when you love him, when you are faithful to him. And in Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9, 8 and 10, we saw that salvation is a gift. It says, for it is by grace that you, again, for it is by grace you have been saved. Through faith. Then he says, This is not from yourself. And this is not from yourself again. This is not from yourself. It is the gift of God. Not by words. So that no one can boast. For we are God's handwork. Created in Christ Jesus. To do good work. Now you see he brings in the doing. To do good work. And to God only holiness is good. To do the works of holiness. To do the holy work. 
kufanya kazi ya utakatifu kufanya kazi takatifu which god prepared in advance for us to do ambaye mungu alitembulia kuiandaa tupate kuenenda katika hayo and so you see the dichotomy he now says the salvation of jesus is free of charge hivyo basi mnaona hiyo kuwili anasemea kwamba wokovu wa yesu kristo ni bure bila malipo and then he stands and says but when you are now born again the evidence of that salvation is the good work the holy work coming out of you evangelizing righteousness holiness helping the poor Nipitisha ya wokovu huo ni kazi njema ambayo sasa inatoka ndani mwako utakatifu uhaki kuwasaidia maskini kufanya wizilisi Luke chapter 6 Kitabu cha Luka sura ya 6 As we begin this journey to wind up this session this session on the rewards that I store for the church meant to motivate you on this earth to love Jesus more be faithful more be obedient more be righteous more in order to walk upright with on a daily basis more hata tunapoanza kumalizia awamu hii kuhusiana na zile tuzo tuzo ambazo mmewekewa katika ufalme mbinguni ili kwamba kuwachochea kuwatia moyo na kuwahimiza ili kwamba mpate kutembea na Yesu zaidi kwa waminifu kwa Yesu zaidi kwa waminifu na kwa watakatifu na wenye haki zaidi kwa Yesu haleluya haleluya the book of luke chapter 6 verses 43 and 45 kitabu cha luka sura ya 6 mstari wa 43 45 it says no good tree bears bad fruit anasema kwamba hakuna mti mzuri uza Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. And that's why he's encouraging you. That when you are born again, then now the fruits you yield is what is testifying and what is your insight, your salvation, how you are born again. Hivyo basi hayo matunda ambayo mnazaa ndio ambayo inashuhudia kuhusiana na wokovu wenu hali yenu ya ndani jinsi ambavyo mmeokoka Haleluya Haleluya You can give an example for example each ministry is recognized by its fruits Unaweza kupeana kwa mfano kila huduma inatambulishwa kwa matunda yake You can see the fruits of the spirit that are pouring out of this ministry Unaweza kuona matunda ya roho ambayo inamwagika toka katika huduma hii The cloud of God has come I have commanded heaven to open severally and I'll continue commanding more I've seen it. Nimeamrisha mbingu kufunguka mara nyingi. Even after the rapture. Hata nitaendelea kuiamrisha ifunguke. But after the rapture I've seen the shutting of heaven. Na baada ya unyakuzi nimeona. Nimeona baada ya unyakuzi kufunga kwa mbingu kwa amri yangu moja tu. So that kind of authority God is exuding now in this ministry. Those are the fruit coming out of that ministry. Even testify to that ministry. Each tree is recognized by its fruits. Hivyo basi hiyo aina ya mamlaka ambayo Mungu anadhihirisha kama vile katika huduma hii ni ile sasa lile tunda la mti huo. Kila tunda kila huduma. Umesema tofauti sana. Hizo mamlaka anadhihirisha hapa tu sio pengine tena. Wewe sema kama huduma hii sio kama huduma hii. Haya mamlaka ya Mungu anadhihirisha. Haya ndio mamlaka. Those are the, the, the that is the, the, the fruit of the spirit. That is the fruit that the lord is exuding from this ministry to testify on this move of god hilo ndilo tunda la roho ambayo mungu anathibitisha ili kwamba kushuhudia kuhusiana na mtembe huu wa mungu yeah so each fruit is recognized by each tree rather because i think in swahili also because trying to help swahili each tree is recognized by its fruit kila mti utakulishwa na tunda lake and so 
good works that God expects from you when you are born again. And that those good works, they are the ones that testify that you have undergone a regeneration in your heart. You are truly born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it says in the book of First, Second Peter chapter one verse ten. Anasema kwenye kitabu cha Petro apili sura ya kwanza mstari wa kumi. It says therefore, my brothers and sisters. Anasema kwamba kwa hivyo ndugu zangu na dada zangu. Make every effort to confirm your calling. Meaning, there is a way you confirm your calling by the fruits, by the way you execute your life on the earth. There is a way you confirm your salvation by the way you conduct your life on the earth. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do this thing, You'll never stumble. And you receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Look at that. He's saying that salvation is a free gift from God. But there are some works required of you when you are born again. And he's saying that strictly based on how you execute your life, you do those works, the good works God expects of you. Strictly based on that, then you receive a wonderful welcome or not. This is what he's saying here. Sometimes I just want to focus on this because we're late. So, therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort. He's telling you to put effort. After you are born again, your brothers and sisters, now you have to put personal effort. Meaning there will be different ways 
of receiving different people that day. I will put you in charge of many things. 
He's now talking at different levels, according to the word, different levels that he will give different people. The parable of the talent. Well, that one who had five and produced ten will now be given a whole city to take care of, to govern. You'll be given a greater reward, the whole city to govern. The one that converted two into four will also be given at his level. The Lord alluding and pointing at the different levels of rewards that will be given to Christians strictly based on how they were faithful to Jesus on the earth. How they obeyed God on the earth. How they walked holy. How they walked righteous. The fruit of your salvation. Amazing covering moments. Objective to please him all the time, 
whether we are on earth in this body or whether we are in heaven, because he says, because that what we have done here will follow us up there. Whatever you do on the earth, as you live on this earth, it will have eternal consequences in your life. Whatever you do here, whether good or bad, if you are born again as a Christian, it will follow you into the kingdom of glory. Because based on that, you will receive a lower reward or higher reward. Then he says, for we must appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due for us, what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in this body. Whether good or bad. But it brings consequence there. Just when you begin to understand that different people receive different prizes. Meaning as you go to heaven, different people in heaven will live different levels of joy inside heaven. They will live in different levels of satisfaction. That's what we are told here. But I know that everybody that goes to heaven will get eternal life. So that is the baseline. Everybody will celebrate the eternal life. And so it says very powerfully here that we need to work hard that we can pursue the first prize the number one so that we, our joy in heaven will be marked so that when the Lord is awarding those that worked hard for him on the earth when he's awarding them big portion cities to take care of big responsibilities big rewards we may be among the number. Based on what they have done, they will 
example, store up unto yourself treasures in heaven. Focus your life on the kingdom of heaven. Because he's saying, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Even more importantly, this world is temporary. Whether you are wealthy on this earth, you are a billionaire in dollars or euros, he says that that will never earn you a place in the kingdom of glory. Strictly the free gift of salvation when you receive him. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And then begin to do the good work. Then you'll have a bigger prize in glory. And the Lord has laid sufficient evidence before you on the good works that are being done now to announce that the coming is near so you may tighten. And to be generous and willing to share. 
pia wewe wa karibu na walio tayari kushiriki in this way they will lay up treasures for themselves in a firm foundation for the coming age kwa njia hii watajiwekea hazina kama msingi kwa ajili ya wakati ujao so they may take hold of the life that is truly life hivyo watajipatia uzima yani ule uzima ambao ni wa kweli and is saying the dream of good work when you are a christian good work as you are on this earth na anasema kwamba kutenda yale kazi njema kama mkristo ukiwa hapa duniani is what will help you to lay up for yourself treasures in the kingdom of glory for your enjoyment of that day for your wonderful reception and awarding ndio ambayo itakuwezesha na kukusaidia ili kwamba kujiwekea hazina yako kuu katika ufalme wa mbinguni ili kwamba ukapate kufurahia katika siku hiyo ili ukapate kutuzwa katika siku hiyo So now Hivyo basi sasa I want to handle this very important aspect of this conversation. Ninataka kuangazia hii sehemu muhimu kabisa ya mazungumzo haya. Remember I have seen the church of Christ inside the kingdom of glory. Kumbukeni ya kwamba nimeona kanisa la Kristo ndani ya ufalme wa utukufu. When they are standing before the throne of Yahweh. Wakati ambapo wamesimama mbele ya enzi ya Yahweh. In the land. Na mwana kondoo. So that is the moment we are talking about here. Kwa hivyo huo ndio wakati ambapo tunazungumzia hapa. The moment of truth. Wakati wa ukweli. So I want to ask the question. Kwa hivyo ninataka kuuliza swali. The Lord is going to give everlasting life to all Christians who are faithful to him and are holy and righteous at the time of the rapture. Iwapo Bwana anaenda kuwapatia wakristo wote ambao ni waaminifu kwao wakati wa unyakuzi wakristo ambao ni wenye haki na watakatifu wakati wa unyakuzi it is giving them all eternal life Iwapo anawapatia wote uzima wa milele then why should he be giving rewards differently Ivyo basi je ni kwa nini apeane tuzo tofauti tofauti He's already giving them everlasting life Tayari anawapatia uzima wa milele Then what is the importance of the rewards rewarding people that basi, the Lord has planned to do in the kingdom of glory. Turn with me right away to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8 we are reading verse 17. And it says, Now if we are children sasa ikiwa sisi ni watoto then we are heirs basi tu waridhi heirs of god waridhi wa mungu and co heirs with christ waridhiwa pamoja na kristo if indeed we share in his suffering nam iwapo kwa kweli tutateseka pamoja naye as long as we share in his, in his suffering mradi tu tukishiriki katika mateso yake in order that we may also share in his glory ili pia tukapate kushiriki katika utukufu wake the reason the lord has to give a word sababu ambayo bwana itabidi apeane tuzo has to give rewards in the kingdom of heaven atapeana zawadi katika ufalme wa mbinguni is because he wants to fulfill this scripture promise laid in the bible kwa sababu anataka kutimiliza andiko hili anataka kutimiza hii ahadi aliyoweka katika biblia because he promised those who are faithful to him kwa sababu aliwaahidi wale ambao ni waaminifu kwake that he will give them an inheritance of god ya kwamba atawapatia urithi wa mungu so you will inherit the inheritance of god you become co-heirs with christ kwa hivyo mtaurithi urithi wa mungu mtakuwa warithi pamoja na kristo and the rewarding system that the lord has set in place for the coming glory na ile mtindo wa kutuza ambao mungu ameweka kwa ajili ya utukufu ujao is what will 
fulfill this promise. When some of you, because of your extra faithfulness to him, and some of you, because of your high Highly honored obedience unto him. Some of you because of your great honor to him. Faithfulness, obedience, honor. Faithfulness, obedience, honor. The fear of God. Service, reaching out. Based on that, those who will be so committed in that commission, the great commission, that work, the good work, the way the Lord now brings you into his family, so you become co-heirs with him, inherit the kingdom, inherit God, inherit God's estate, the commonwealth of heaven, the commonwealth of God. It's by now fulfilling the scripture, by awarding you, rewarding you. And in that kind of reward, somebody will be given a town to take care of, to be responsible for governing a town. Then now you have entered the inheritance of God. In that way, you have inherited the real estate, the estate of God, the commonwealth of God. And so the Lord must reward in order to fulfill that promise that he laid in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 17. And when you turn to the book of Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10, it says, God is not unjust. Okay, read yours. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. So in other words, he's saying when you are born again and you begin to do the good work that is required of the born again. He will not forget your work. 
and love that you have shown him as you have helped his people. And continue to help them. So the Lord must give reward inside the kingdom of glory to fulfill this promise. The book of First Peter chapter 1, blessed people. Turn with me to First Peter chapter 1. Verse 4, he says the following. First Peter chapter 1, verse 4. And when the chief shepherd appears. Okay, I'm reading. You can first Peter, turn with me, blessed people, to First Peter chapter 1. I'm reading chapter 5, which is also wonderful. But chapter 1. Again, giving time to all over the world to turn there. First Peter chapter 1. I'm reading verse 4. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if at what we are reading in chapter 5, verse 4 is so sweet. It talks about the reward. It's very mighty. Again, First Peter chapter 1, verse 4. But chapter 5, verse 4 that I was reading says, And when the chief shepherd appears, you receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. That is a scripture I had, I have in front. So I was simply uh, jumping the gun. Because ahead of us here also now, among the rewards, you will see that the Lord presents crown. But one thing at a time. Why does God need to reward the church even after giving them eternal life? First Peter chapter 1 verse 4. Can we be there read together? And into an inheritance that can never perish. Never spoil or fade. The inheritance kept in heaven for you. So the Lord is promising that those that will be faithful to him during this life, there is an inheritance that is promised them in glory, in the kingdom of glory. In the kingdom of God. And that is the reason God must reward on that day when you come before the judgment seat of Christ. Because you, you literally now go ahead, you literally go ahead to take up your inheritance that he promised. The Lord has promised an inheritance to those who are faithful. What a mighty God motivating the church. And on Wednesday we saw the type of people that will receive those 
a word, godly word. They became such a tall order for this generation. We are going to revisit them tonight if we have time before we jump into the next session. But he's saying in Matthew 25 verse 34. Why God has to reword. Then the king will say to those on his right. Come you who are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Why should God reward the church in the kingdom of God? Because he has promised to inherit the kingdom. And there are some people that will have to rule with God. Based on how you live your life on the earth here. Hallelujah. What an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Apart from giving the free salvation, then now he makes an invitation to reign with him in his kingdom, in his glory. If you 
strong God in the cause of your faithfulness to him. If you have been holy on this earth and righteous because you fear God. Because you honor God. Because you love the Lord. Then he says, he repays everyone for what they have done. He brings on them what their conduct deserves. So God must reward the church when they get into glory. Why? Because he promised in scripture that he will pay each person according to what they have done. The book of Colossians, blessed people. Turn with me to Colossians chapter 3. Verse 29. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians 3, let me see if it's 19. And he says, he says, verse 20, okay, he says, 20, 20 says, children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Hallelujah. And then verse 25, anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrong. Again, it says, anyone who does wrong, in other words, based on how you serve on this earth, if you have been living, you are holy, but you have decided not to serve. You have decided not to do the good work that should be able to reach out to more people, to baptize more people. Anyone who does wrong, if you decide to do sin also, anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrong. Meaning, if you go into sin, you will go to hell. You will repay you strictly based on what you have done, based on your conduct. And he says, there is no favoritism. So the Lord really brings a big responsibility to the Christian here. And he's telling the Christian that when you are on earth here, please serve God diligently. Colossians chapter 1, I'm reading 11 and 12. Being with all power according to his glorious might. That you may have great endurance and patience. He's saying that the Lord again is the one who is willing to strengthen you. So the Lord has availed all facilities for you. That you may win their word in glory. Galatians chapter 4 verse 7. He says the following. He says, so, so you are no longer a slave. But 
God's children. But God's child. Since you are his child, God has made you also an heir, an heir to his throne. That is the reason the Lord must give rewards. Galatians chapter 6, 7 and 9. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh you reap destruction. Possible for you to lose your reward. 
Is it possible to, ru- to, to lose your reward? Before we go to the crowns, is it possible for a Christian to live, to work and live a life according to what the Bible demands for the Christian to earn the reward, but then end up losing it again? In other words, what is the security of that reward when you are working on the earth here according to scripture? Yourself, the temple of God that is you. 
holy, to holy. The more you are living as a Christian, the more you are advancing the holiness in you. God is working with you. Kadri unavyoendelea kuchukuza kabisa na kujenga hekalu la Mungu ndani mwako toka utukufu mmoja hadi mwingine utukufu utakatifu hadi utakatifu Mungu anafanya kazi pamoja nawe You are co-workers with Yahweh Wewe unafanya kazi pamoja na Yahweh And in the same way when you are going to advance his gospel you are baptizing people leading them to Christ you are working with him co-working with him Na katika njia hiyo hiyo unapoenda kuendeleza injili yake unabatiza watu katika Kristo unafanya kazi pamoja naye But only God Bali ni Mungu tu who makes things grow Afanyaye vitu kukua Again he says Tena asema Apollo watered it Apollo alitia maji But God has been making it grow Lakini ni Mungu ndiye aliyekuza So neither one who planted not the one who waters anything but only God who makes things grow Hivyo mwenye kupanda mbegu na mwenye kutia maji si kitu bali Mungu peke yake ndiye akuzaye And he says Na anasema the one who plants and the one who waters Yeye apandaye na yeye ambaye anatia maji have one purpose Wanakusudi moja And they will each be rewarded according to their own labor Na kila mmoja atalipwa kulingana na kazi yake Again different rewards tena tuzo tofauti tofauti in this case based on assignment katika kazi hii kulingana na wajibu and it says verse nine. na anasema mstari wa 9 for we are co-workers in god's service kwa maana sisi ni watendakazi pamoja na mungu and you the church they talk about the church and you are god's field na ninyi ni shamba la mungu you are the vineyard in other words ninyi ndilo shamba la mzabibu kwa maneno mengine and it says na anasema god's building ni jengo la Mungu ambalo linajengwa so Hivyo basi ninyi fikirini kuhusu mwili wa Kristo ambao unajengwa one living house one temple of God and each of you is a little stone inside there a living stone kuwa kuwa jengo moja na kila mmoja wenu ni jiwe lilo hai mle ndani kisha anasema mstari wa kumi hapo by the grace of God by, by the grace God has given me kwa neema Mungu alionipa I laid foundation as a wise builder. Niliweka msingi kama mjenzi stadi. Someone else is building on it. Na mtu mwingine anajenga juu ya huo msingi. But each one should build with care. Lakini kila mmoja inampasa awe mwangalifu katika anavyojenga. For no one can lay any other foundation other than the one already laid. Kwa maana hakuna mtu yeyote awezaye kuweka msingi mwingine wowote isipokuwa ule uliokwisha kuwekwa. Which is Christ Jesus our Lord. Ambaye ni Kristo Yesu bwana wetu. Verse 12 of 1 Corinthians 3. Mstari wa 12 Anyone builds on this foundation using gold. Kama mtu yote akijenga juu ya msingi huu kwa kutumia dhahabu, silver, feather, costly stone, mawe ya dhamani, wood, miti, hay, majani, or straw. Au nyasi. Their work will be shown for what it is kazi yake itaonekana kuwa ikoje because the day will bring it to light kwa kuwa siku ile itaidhihirisha it will be revealed with fire kazi yake itaidhihirishwa kwa moto and, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work na moto utapima ubora wa kazi ya kila mtu if what has been built survives survives if what has been built survives kama kile alichojenga kitabaki and if what has been built survives the fire of Yahweh kama kile alichojenga kitabaki moto wa Yahweh. Okay, you say something else. If what has been built survives the fire of Yahweh. 
iwepo kile alichojenga kitanusurika moto wa Yahweh. receive a reward. Basi yule mjenzi atapokeza wapo. If it is bank up. Kama hicho hiyo kazi iteteketea. The builder will suffer loss. Huyo mjenzi atapata hasara. But yet be saved. Bali ataokolewa. This is very powerful blessed people. Si ni nguvu kabisa watu wabarikiwa. Even though only as escaping through the fire lakini kama mtu huyo aliyenusurika kwenye moto tena anasema but the builder will suffer loss lakini yule mjenzi atapata hasara but yet will be saved ila yeye mwenyewe ataokolewa even though only as one escaping through the flame lakini kama mtu aliyenusurika kwenye moto what is the lord saying here je bwana anasema nini hapa remember the question i'm asking now kumbukeni swali ambalo ninauliza sasa hivi is that when you are serving the lord right ni kwamba wakati unamtumikia bwana ipasavyo and you are fulfilling every requirement to get a prize in heaven. Na unatimiliza jamata kwa yote ili upate tuzo mbinguni. And you are serving faithfully to get a crown and a prize in the kingdom of God. Na unatumika kwa uaminifu kabisa ili upate tuzo na taji katika ufalme wa Mungu. What is the security of that award? Je, ulinzi wa hiyo tuzo ni ipi? Are you able to lose that prize? Je, unaweza kupoteza hiyo tuzo? Is it possible for a Christian to to, to work and half the prize and lose it. Je, inawezekana kwa Mkristo kufanya kazi apate hilo tuzo alafu kisha apoteze? And he's saying here. Na anasema hapa that there is a foundation, one foundation. Ya kwamba kuna msingi mmoja tu. And that foundation is Christ Jesus our Lord and Savior. Na msingi huo ni Bwana Yesu wetu Yesu Kristo mwokozi wetu. And he says that every person that receives the Lord has that foundation laid upon their life laid in their lives. Na anasema kwamba kila mtu ambaye anapokea Bwana ana huo msingi ambao umewekwa katika maisha yao. Because that foundation is a free gift by the grace. Kwa sababu msingi huo ni zawadi ya kure kwa neema. But the Lord then brings in a very powerful concept. Lakini Bwana anaileta dhana ya nguvu kabisa. He says that after you have received the free grace of God. Anasema kwamba baada yako sasa kupokea neema ya bure toka kwa Mungu. But now it's required of you And it's bespoke. It really bespoke at how much 
they revered God. It spoke how much they honored God. It spoke how much they loved God. And so, when you build, again he says that when we all receive Jesus, we receive the same foundation that is Christ Jesus. But there are people that build on that foundation using gold. Purified gold. That can stand the highest temperatures of heat. This is very serious. 
one Judah. Remember. Remember how difficult life was at that time. Remember the sons of Isaac. They are fighting in the in the, in the war. And then when they come out, it's the same fight you see going on today. But then one is able to even lose the inheritance, sell out his inheritance. That is the same thing that happens when you decide to abandon using the material for building the temple of God, materials of honor, and you now use straw and wood and hay, which will be burnt up. Hila, you lose your inheritance. You lose your reward. You get eternal life, but you lose your reward. It is not for condemnation. 
it is for reward kutuzwa, to be awarded. Romans 8:11 And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Because of his spirit who lives in you. Again, there is facilitation. He's saying that he facilitates his people. He knows you are not capable alone. Then why shouldn't this generation of church and Christians all make a resolute determination tonight? That from today on we are going to start building using gold. So that we may honor God on the foundation that He gave us for free. So that we may build the house of the Lord, the temple of the Holy Spirit in our lives that defeats the work Jesus did for us at Calvary. Unless you backslide and move away from God. 
cause you must slide and move away from the cloud of God. There is such a wonderful promise here. The Lord Almighty has promised that He will not remember them. Red as crimson. 
sana kwa madamu. They shall be like wool. That is the promise he has given those who are faithful in walking in holiness with him after salvation, Hiyo, after receiving Jesus. So at the judgment seat of Christ, we are literally talking about a ceremony and a word. Living God. Yeah. 
be born again and walk so well and be sure that you have the crown when you get to glory. And then someone come and take away from you. that the devil may not go and 
you, you cannot slumber so that they may backslide and go back to the world. Go past Peter again. First Peter chapter 1. Petro wa kwanza sura ya kwanza. Turn with me there blessed people. Kaukani pamoja nami pale watu wabarikiwa. First Peter chapter 1. Kitabu cha Petro wa kwanza sura ya kwanza. Mstari wa 5 hadi 10. Hadi 10. And it says the following. Na anasema yafuatayo. Once you get there we read together. Mara tu mkifika pale tusome pamoja. Who through faith? Ambao kwa njia ya imani. Are shielded by God's power. Mnalindwa kwa nguvu za Mungu. Okay, okay, read from verse 4. Kristo aliyekuwa ndani yao alionyesha alipotabiri kuhusu 
peace that will be revealed. What is he saying here? The Lord is saying diligent. No matter the circumstances. Because sometimes the enemy brings that in through the fear of suffering. And then people abandon their course for eternity and reward. Lord, 
at one time delivered all the people his people out of Egypt but let us destroy those who did not believe so the Lord he rewards according to what you've done you might be on the way to heaven with the rest of those going to the kingdom of God doing the good work walking in righteousness and maybe you have already done enough for the prize but when you backslide when you change your diligence the Lord Almighty is able to take away the prize from you even salvation. There are people who are born again who are full in hell. There are many Pentecostal Christians in hell. There are many evangelical Christians in hell. There are many Baptist professors in hell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They are very born again in hell. And that's why he warned in Hebrews chapter 6, 4 to 6. So what is the message in all this? He said, work hard. Be careful. Be watchful. Don't lose your salvation. Don't lose your pride. If you are working for the first prize, Guard your work diligently. Matthew chapter 10, 42 And if anyone gives even a cup, a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will suddenly not lose their reward. Where? In the kingdom of glory. Repeat this prayer. 
God more. Love Jesus more. In other words, he's telling the church to depend more on the Holy Spirit. We will come back shortly. Jesus loves you. And God bless you. Thank you. Oh. Uh-huh. 